Hello and welcome back to the Dungeons and Dragons Podcast UK. My name is Yasmin and I will be the DM. Hi, my name's Samantha. I play Laura Greyvale, a sorcerer from Nefalia. Hello, I'm Colin Robinson and I play Cuin de Greymont, a paladin from Gavany. Hi, I'm Ryan and I play Ogvar, a ranger from Kessig. At the end of our second episode, our troublesome trio had retrieved their bourbon bounty and stocked up on supplies. We rejoin our heroes as they head back to the cracked Acorn Inn for some well-deserved rest. We would just like to take a moment to give a brief shout-out to Phil Wright and Kevin the Kraken for taking the time to follow the podcast and for the fabulous feedback, and also to Shibatron for listening in and your feedback too. All much appreciated and a huge encouragement for us. Episode 3. Revelry and Rapscallions. Oh, yeah, um... I'll walk up to the bar. Yep. There's a couple of young young girls behind the bar serving, you know, fluttering about, serving everyone and everything. So oh. she's going to one of those jokes, a ranger walks up to a bar, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'll ask the other two what they want. Uh, she thought, we're loving mead, I think. Thank you. Well, I was quite interested in the, um, what they were drinking. I wonder, can I try a nail this time? Okay, uh, so go up to the, um, the barmaid. I'll tap Ogvar. Ogvar, get it, get it to drop a sneaky double whiskey shot from Kieran's drink. <laughs> chaser. Okay. <laughs> a mead chaser. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go up and uh, I'm going to order, uh, can I have um, one I'll, mead? I'll keep him talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, oh. Kieran, so... Um, yeah, you know, it's kind of good, good to meet you and stuff. Right, I'm going to carry on yeah. talking to him. And uh, so I go to the bar and have um, one mead and uh, one ale and, uh, and another ale, but put a shot of whiskey in the, in the top for my, my friend over there. Okay. Um, so, one silver, one copper, please. Okay, no problem. And over. I'll be with you in a minute. And she rushes off down the other end of the bar. And it's, it's just a whirlwind of activity, and you barely notice when she returns and literally dumps everything on the counter and something. Have a good evening! Off she goes again. On to the next person. Well then, so I'm going to guess at this point, I haven't got a clue which one's got the whiskey in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, can I... Um... Taste the difference? Yeah, can I smell it? Let's do a Sainsbury's. Taste um, the difference. Go for an appraise. Make me an appraise, check on, on the drink, see if you can figure out which one's which. Okay, so I'm going to modify a zero on that. And we go for a 11. You know which one the mead is, uh, but between the two rails, you've got no clue. Okay. Uh, well, I'm alright. Yep. <laughs> 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 right, you're going to get, bring the drinks over? Yeah, I'm going to bring them over, and I'm just going to. Put them right. on the table. 50-50, heads or tails? <laughs> heads. Heads? Okay. Tails. <laughs> you get the you get the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> What's your constitution like? <laughs> yep, roll me constitution <laughs> saving throw. So be fortitude. Fortitude. Uh. So constitution. No, it's save, so saving throw, so it'd be in the three block. There we go. Fortitude. Okay. Uh, three and three and six. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm pissed as a part, basically. 
Yeah, you're not looking too hot. <laughs> uh, are we now? And me and Laura are going to have to try and Can get we? this hulk of a man up oh, the stairs. <laughs> fully, fully clad in armour. Or oh, can we just leave him propped up against the big oak tree? Dexterity today, I can throw it because there are tree roots everywhere. No, no, D20. Yep, so dexterity saving throw, so it'd be reflex slow. Take it, just a drink, oh, 15 <laughs> plus dex. Reflex on the. Reflex. Yeah, so if I say what? saving throw. 16. Yeah, somehow you managed to avoid tripping over the roots, the exposed roots of this tree. And you kind of stumble around and you're banging into people and people aren't going to mess with you because you're wearing a massive amount of armour. Um, but no, there's definitely a few smears of food and beer and possibly some lipstick from some poor woman you've ran into face first. I, you know, it's, your armour's looking a bit mucky, let's just put it that way. Oh, I, I, oh, oh, I, I, I think, oh, I think I should go to bed. Uh, what sort of time is it at the moment? He's really easy, lightweight. It's it's about seven. <laughs> early night, bro. Yeah, yeah, it is an early night. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm, laugh. I'm, 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 I'm just gonna lean on the table and like flip the corks about laughing. <laughs> What do you think we should do? Well, Laura, he's um, a little bit worse for wear now. I wasn't expecting well, to. No. Um, how, can, how can so much of a man handle so little beer? <laughs> yes, but forget, I'm drinking me. It's the beer. I think it's probably the whiskey that's going to be. Yeah, I've been drinking that anyway. Uh, you had snake You had your drink spiked. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> Are you going to try and get upstairs? Oh, we're trying to decide what we're going to do with him, yeah. Let's just sat there. And the doors opening and closing as people coming in and out. A massive, well not massive, a little black blur kind of flies in and then splash against your chest and it's, it's your back. Your oh. back's returned. Rowan! Ah, it's good to see you, mate. Yeah, hang on a minute. I just tuck him back inside. Yeah, he's, he's done for the night. He's done for the night. He's, he's been on the mead as well. It, it smells like he's fallen into someone's drink outside. <laughs> so you've been having it. It's a, it, you've been on the same stuff as Kieran? Yeah. Well, I'm guessing so. Blimey, you hold it better than he does, mate. Um, you just hear a thick. <laughs> <laughs> you decide to chuck it. Come on, Kieran. What would you. You want to go upstairs or do you want something to eat? I think we'd better get something to eat. Oh. Food. Yes. Yes. Well, see, if I, I, get, I, I, see if we can get him a stew or something. Oh. Something that's going to soak it up a bit. Well, maybe uh, a couple of pickled eggs. Alora <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like tickles with her um, corks again and then laughs a bit more. Pickled eggs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
I'll get up. I'll go to the bar and see if I can order in some kind of thick meat stew or something. Some bread to go with it. As, as you wander up there, these waitresses are still zooming around, trying to serve everyone's orders and get everything out in time. And there's a lot of shouting in the back, obviously there's a kitchen out back. And you, you, you go up and you ask for some stew and some bread. He goes, sorry, no stew left. Got some bread though. Well, have you got anything else behind that? Not if you want it quickly, love. It's going to be about half an hour wait. You're flat out tonight, mate. Right, give me some bread. I'll have some bread. She hands you half a loaf of bread. Oh, I've done... Any cheese? You got any cheese? No, no cheese, sorry. Got right. some pickled eggs, though. No. Got some peanuts in the bowl here. She shakes the bowl of peanuts at you. Well, there's extra protein on peanuts on bars, isn't there, always is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, I'll, yeah, I'll take the bowl of peanuts and I'll take the bread. Yeah, cup of the bread then, love. Right, pay the woman and I'll take the Shut up, off she goes. I'll take it back, I'll show up our bread, peanuts, shrug my shoulders, give him that look, turn round and stick it down on the table in front of Kieran. Roll me a spot check. <laughs> Can you see it through your double vision? Oh God, yeah. You, you register that someone has put something down in front of you. And it looks vaguely like food. It's actually 16. Oh, well, yeah. This is even more like food with that. <laughs> Get that down in there. Oh, thank you. Oh, but you might... oh peanuts! But you, might... Oh. you might want to put your visor up first, though. <laughs> visor? That could get really messy, like the rest of your armour. Visor? Is it down? Oh! Oh! Ah! Bless her! I'm just oh. Hey, what, what, what happened to me? You're not very good with your drink, are you? It was only, it was only one pint of beer. I, I wouldn't have thought one pint of beer. I'm used to drinking mead, but beer, I've always thought beer was weak. Obviously, I'm just going to stay on the mead from now on. I'm going to look at Ogma. Look at Ogma. And just say, well, that's something I've learned about him already. <laughs> Obviously, I've had large meads and all this like it's not good to me. So I'm thinking it's beer. We'll leave him thinking it's beer. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think so. <clears throat> right. Okay, so can we just make sure he eats it and doesn't like throw it down the side of his helmet or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> you don't want a peanut jam in your visor, do you? <laughs> right. I, I, I will eat. Make a constitution saving throw. He's gonna throw it up. Oh. <laughs> constitution saving Yeah. It's a fortune. Yeah, it's on your. See the little box of three underneath your main <laughs> no, box? Just, yeah. There, yeah, that's where all your saving throws yeah, are. Yeah, so it's fortune. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, 12 plus 3 is 15. Yeah, you get most of it down. You get a couple of show peanuts hanging around, but you know, you get most of it down. <laughs> So now we've got some food in, can we maybe suggest he goes back upstairs? Come on, I, I think uh, we all should turn in for that right now. I think you, you've had more than enough. Yes, yeah, sir, I totally agree. Um, uh, I'm going to head back upstairs to the the, the room. Uh, uh, good night. Uh, 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 I hand him the key. <laughs> Here's the oh, key, Kieran. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, Don't lock us out. Oh. Mmm. And if I open the door and then go in, 
and I close the door, and you come up later, how am I going to know? I'll be asleep. Don't lock the door behind you. Oh, okay, okay. Ah, oh, I have an idea. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. Yes, okay. Will do. So I go upstairs. Eventually get up into the room. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you me to get to take up the stairs. Guys, but what I am going to do, I'm taking the armor off. Just give it a general oil, a uh, bit of maintenance. But I'm going to put my cap on. <laughs> Just in case anybody breaks in. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Yeah, see something he's doing because he's drunk, that's something he's going to do every night. <laughs> right, are you, are you going to bed? <laughs> what time is it now? What time is Kuin just gone upstairs? Eight o'clock, we managed to wrangle it upstairs. <laughs> took a lot, he, he ate each peanut individually. <laughs> it took him a while. Right, so, so what, what's the two in the bar we, doing? Are we still downstairs for a bit? Well, I suppose we're going to turn in. Right. Is it? So we've got one bedroom, four beds. One bedroom, four beds. Right, okay. You, so you're going to bed, yeah? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whether I want to. I don't know what I'm going to find. Okay. So you get to the top of the stairs and you get in front of your door. And the first thing you notice is the door is still slightly open. Pushing the door open, you find Kieran. And what he thinks he's done with taking his armour off and cleaning it, getting on his bed and putting a load of cow shots down, that's what he thinks he's done. What he's actually done is he's left the door open, wandered in, kind of rubbed a candle with wax over <laughs> his armour a bit, got half of it off, collapsed over two beds, and then there's just a couple of cow chops on the bed. I mean, he thinks he's done a great job, but in reality, it's just a really tragic scene when you get there. <laughs> okay, can I collect up the cow chops off the bed, possibly, so he yeah. doesn't roll over onto them? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'll start by doing that. I'm probably going to leave him where he is. Yeah. <laughs> because there's still two beds left, which is okay. And can I have a look round to see if I can find what he's done with the key to the room? Make a search check. Oh, dear. That'll be a ten. It takes you half an hour to find what he's done with the key. He's put it in a plant pot. There's a plant pot in the corner of the room, and it's just kind of buried in there. Logical. I did it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... But you can see that in his mind, he's done an absolutely brilliant job of securing the room and making sure everything's good, but he's just really drunk. And it hasn't worked out that well. No. I would suggest that we keep Paladin off the pot from now on. I think that might be uh, very, very wise. Have you seen him like this before? No, we, we didn't drink much on the road down here. You going to turn in for the night? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you turn in for the night and you all get a good night's rest. And you can all heal up. If you're above half, heal up fully. If you're below half, heal up half. In order, you can add an extra three hit points because you've got that salve which has been slapped on your face. Oh, okay. So you should be full now, full health. Perfect. So we're all fully healed. We are. So you wake up in the morning, you have a hangover. Oh! <laughs> I'm just going to laugh. Pull my hat what? down a little bit further over my head. What happened last night? Oh, seems a bit of a blur. I just sort of prop myself up in, in my bed. Uh, a bit of a smile towards it. I was like, uh, oh, uh, you 
you come come up and you you, you try to uh, clean, clean your armor there. Do it. Ah, uh, oh, good, good. Uh, uh, one should always look after. Uh, oh no. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna look at Oddbar and I'm gonna say, well, I'm gonna go downstairs. I'm gonna go and get a bucket of water, and I'm gonna go and get some cloths, and we'll let him clean his armor. Okay. So I go downstairs. Yeah, there's there's a uh, one of the waitresses from last night. She's still running around. She goes and grabs some for you. Gives you a bit of a funny look, but yeah, right. I'm gonna come back up and I'm gonna put them down in front of Kieran and say, Kieran, I've bought you some water and some cloth so you can clean your armor up because it's a bit of a mess, mate. Isn't it? We'll go down and we'll get you something to drink and something to eat, and I'll bring it up for you. <coughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> No, no beer. 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 Um, no beer. No beer. No beer. No beer. We'll go and get you some coffee. So I go back down to the bar. Are you coming down? I'll come down as well. Leave <laughs> we'll, him up there on his own. We're going to be stewing. laughing on our way down the stairs and thinking, the youngster of the bunch, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, you both know that you spot me. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to general maintenance clean. Yep. And using the oil, the X oil in my pack, oil. Yeah. Clean my what's it? Yeah. Use my whetstone. Yeah, you clean off your armor. You manage to get the lipstick stains off. Um, <laughs> you manage to get the wax off. You manage to get the wax off. Wax off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you manage to get peanuts out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a couple of like smushed up peanuts. Maybe a bit like peanut butter now. Um, yeah, you, you get the dirt off. You clean your armor up. You're looking a bit better now. I'm going to bring him up some um, some breakfast. Yeah, breakfast is included with the room. Okay. I'll, I'll bring it up for him because I feel just a tad guilty, but it was funny. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, breakfast boy. is accompanied with a glass of mead as well. What? <laughs> I'll take that away. Now, he's yeah. got coffee. I've got him coffee. That <laughs> <laughs> was all right on me. I'll water, I'll, water the, I'll water the plant with that. <laughs> yeah, the plant dies. <laughs> I was old. I was old rowing this morning. Open? Yeah. He's sleeping. Right. Well, right. Oh, I've eaten my breakfast. Where's Ogba? Where, well, he went downstairs, mate. Oh. He'll be back up, I would imagine, unless you want to come down. Yes, I, I've... Clean myself off, oiled all my moving parts. Um, Looking very shiny. So I'll head up down okay. to the bar. Right, we need to go. I'm to... just sat at a bench at the moment eating my breakfast, which I took downstairs, gave, kept out of the way. Okay. Uh, 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 Jonel! What? Jonel. Jonel. What does anybody want to do then today? We could go to the we could go to the mercenary guild and see what's doing there. There wasn't that much doing last night. Are you not? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we could all see if there's anything in the general direction of Drummle, just in case they, you know, always pick up a few extra coffers. What? <laughs> uh, and didn't you um, want to see the bow people? Yeah, I, could, I, could stop, I could stop in and see them, but I'm not too worried about that. Okay, okay. Well, I'll, I'll go with, 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 with everybody. 
Right, well, when everybody's finished, uh, I think we should just go off via the uh, Mercenary Guild, maybe. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, so off out the tavern then. So what sort of time are we oh, looking at? Are we, no, are we planning on coming back? Or? You probably want to hand the key in. Yeah, I was going to say. Right, okay, I'm going to go to the bar, hand the key in, um, and then we'll... Uh, Do you think it'd be wise if we get all that stuff out of the room first? Oh, I bought mine. Did you bring yours down when you came for breakfast? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, right. You best go and get it then. I'll, I'll, I'll be back right away. Clumps up the stairs and gets his pack on and all that lot. And clumps back down the stairs. Right. Okay. Hands the key in. This is about, you've woken up late, it's about 8.30 now. After you've had your breakfast and got everything done, what do you want to do? Go by the mercenary yeah, yeah. to see what's going there because there was no one there last okay. night. So. so you emerge outside of the inn and surprisingly it's a brilliant sunny day. And these days don't happen very often in this shed but it's sunny and it's bright. You are not liking that. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, do you mind? Oh. Well, after all that oil, at least it's not squeaking anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a brilliant sunny day. There were children playing in the in the street. All the men seem to have gone out to work the fields and the surrounding areas, and you know, turnips and all that lot. And you can hear the clanging from the blacksmith. Okay. So you go up the street. You go towards the Mercing Guild, and once again, there's nothing really in the window. No. Just a, a contract to find a cat. I'm going to look at Ogbar and say, oh, no, no, I'm not up for that. I think we get back on track. Great. Okay. Um, good. You know, going back to that piece of journal that dropped out. I, I think that, I think we start making our way down from now. What do you think? Yes. We need to see how far uh, it is from here. Uh, any towns in the way? Obviously, I know we've only used half a day rations, but um, yeah, because we've got a map, so we would. We do have maps. We do, we do have maps. We do have maps. So would yeah. I be able to roughly work out? Uh, so, 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 as I have cartography as a profession, would I be able to roughly work out how many days travel it might be down to Drenal? Yeah, it's roughly about three days, three and a half days down to Drenal. Maybe four if you push. Like if you so have slow pace. Okay. Um Right. Um and you know there aren't any stopovers on the route. There are it's a well trodden route, this one, because it's part of the um it's adjoined to the Northern March, so it is a proper road down to Junel. And you know that these roads usually have designated like camping spots on the side, just yeah. in sheltered areas. Stopovers. Yeah, stop they're not particularly well protected, but they are there yeah. as designated camping spots. So you might run into someone else, you never know. Okay, I think that we should, well, I think I think that we should start on the road down to Drenau. I mean, it, it looks like a proper road down to there, so. Yes, good idea. And with, with the weather so favourable, uh, we could make some good time. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. What do you think, Q? Yes, yes, that's fine. So, I'm ready. Like, I think we've all fine on our visions. Uh, yes, uh, onward! I can't look at him because his tin's really shiny. He's <laughs> blinded me. Oh, <laughs> I'm shielding my... I've got my corks and I'm shielding my eyes looking at him going, yeah, okay, we'll go then. So, you start on your way out 
towards the gate of Greenrest, yeah? Okay, yes. Yep. I'd say it's probably about approaching 9.30 now. You've had some time looking around the town, looking at the notice board and the in contract valor. You know, you've, you haven't particularly rushed yourself. You've given him some time to get over his hangover. And you reach the gates to Greenrest. Make me a spot check, everyone. If you've still got your visor down, you take a minus one penalty on it. <laughs> That's a 17 all in. That's uh, oh, 23 all in. That's 17. 23 and 217. Oh, no, sorry. That was a 16. Oh, I mean, that's going to be a 20. Oh, 20. 20 and 217s. Right, okay. As you reach the gates of Bloomest, you all noticed that the guards stood there. The two guards in the gate are unusually tense. And they're looking at something not that far away from the entrance. And as you approach a bit closer, you can see in the middle of the road, about 50, about 50 foot away, are three individuals. And they're just blocking the road. Right. Wow. So is the road sort of like this, what's on the side of the roads? It's, it's just a kind of like a, a deep rutted track okay. I and mean, it banks up on each side but okay. so it's not there's impossible no to tree climb. line really no like it's not impossible to climb there's no tree line but it is banked up on the side so yeah. it's kind of like a u-shape almost yeah. slightly okay. you want to get a cart down there now then a cart wagon so they're blocking the road oh yeah sorry i've got them in there yeah. Yeah. wheelbarrow yeah um they're just stood there and as you get closer and closer to the gates, you draw level with the guards here. And you can see, uh, make me a knowledge religion, um, Q-in. And the both of you can both make just straight knowledge rolls. Seven. Sixteen. Nineteen. Nineteen. Right. With a seven, you're not really sure, to be honest. You haven't encountered... A lot of people, aside from the people in your village, really, and people you just pass by in Thraben, you don't really know a lot of people hanging around. With a 17 and a 19, you both know these are Skirsdag cultists and that they're bad news. You, you know that these are evil people. These, the Skirsdag cultists worship the demons and they, they want to bring the demons back and they want the demons to be in power and you know that they are bad news all round. What are you doing? Right. How far away there? 50 foot? 50 foot, roughly, yeah. I am going to pull out my light crossbow. I'm not going to muck around with this lot. Okay. Yeah, and um... I am going to let one fly. Which one are you aiming at? I'll go for the one in the middle and split. try and split the two. Okay, roll to hit. Okay, that's an eight plus three. Yeah, plus three. So, so you rolled an 11, was that? 11. Okay, um... No, the bolt sails straight past her head, and you are now in combat, so roll initiative. Okay. Is that 14? 18. Oh, 21 all in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I wish we could do this with your attacking. <laughs> right, so first of all is Cultist C. And Cultist C is this one on the far right so towards north and cultist c is going to move forward 30 foot and that's what he's going to do because he can't go any further cultist b is then going to join in and cultist b has got a longbow cultist b is going to take a pot shot at you Laura. 
Yeah. One rolled a natural 20, 22, and the other one rolled a 22 anyway. <laughs> he had a plus seven to, wow. his, uh, to his initiative. Uh, so Coltis B is going to roll with a... Does an 11 hit? No. Okay, no, Coltis B does not hit you, which point it is your turn, Laura. Right, I will cast Light of Lunia okay. this round in preparation for next round. Okay, so you cast get ready to go, and anything else? Yes, I would like to step back behind the paladin, please, for this very shiny armour. Yeah. That one there. Yeah, there we go. Okay, you double your turn. Yes. Okay, it's town guard's turn. And the town guard is going to... Oh, I forgot about them. Town guard is going to take a pot shot at this one closest, and he's going to roll to hit on him. 15 to hit and that's cultist C 15 to hit okay so he hits cultist C okay so he's gonna roll 1d8 worth of damage rolls 5 damage on that one cultist C okay there we go so that one's that and then we've got Ogvar your turn okay I'm gonna draw my short bow right. and I'm gonna aim at the one closest to okay. try and buy some time uh, using Point blank shot. Yep. So I will roll to hit. Roll to hit. Which is a, a four plus the one plus the three. It's going to be eight. Not going to hit. No. So now you pull back and you fire and he just dodges out of the way, kind of Matrix style. Okay. Um, doesn't hit. Okay. Next up we have Cultist A. Cultist A is going to move up 30 feet as well. If you can just push him up 30 foot. Yep. That's the one. Level within there? Yeah, hidden there. Okay, and that's his turn because he can't do anything else. Okay, so I'm going to move up to this A. A, A that's it. And I'm going to quick, quick draw. Yep. And I'm going to attack him with my flame. Okay. My heavy flame. Roll to hit. Eighteen plus three is twenty-one. Okay, what's the critical range on your flail? Nineteen to twenty. Okay. Okay, yeah, it's the same. So you rolled eighteen, yeah? Yeah. Eighteen hits. Okay, roll damage. That's a nine plus three. Nine. So that's twelve points of damage. You. Wander up to this cultist. Wander. <laughs> and you rip your flail. It's on your back. Yeah. Yeah. You rip your flail. And as you rip your flail, you use all the momentum. And his head explodes like a pumpkin. <laughs> oh, nice. You smash that flail through his head. And bits of blood and bone kind of fly everywhere. And you can talk in combat, by the way. I'm just saying this here. So if you wanted to try and intimidate anyone else, you're more than welcome to try after that one. What? Next! Right, roll intimidate. <laughs> oh, that's not very good. <laughs> intimidate. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of too blinded by your shiny armour to really be scared of you. You're like a walking glowing orb. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> so is that one out? Yeah. Yep, that is. He's, he's splattered. Dead splattered. 
Right, and then we've got the fighter, and he's going to hit. Um, he's going to five, ten, fifteen, twelve. He's going to wander over to this guy over here. Yeah. And he's going to attempt to smack him, and he's got a plus four to hit. Fifteen on C hits, and he does damage. Longsword is a D eight. Yeah. Yep. Plus his strength, so that's five plus two, so seven points. So he does seven points of damage as he just rips wow. his sword out and slashes him across the chest. And there we go. And then we're back up to C, Cultist C. Cultist C, meanwhile, while this fighting is going on, these cultists are kind of growling, snarling, snapping. It's not just they're stood there hitting you, it's they are practically slamming, they are deranged. Cultist C is the one with the great club there. And he turns to that town guard who's just taking a chunk out of him. And he's going to try and take that uh, fighter down. And he's probably going to fail. Yeah, he fails. He doesn't do any damage there. He takes this great club out and he tries to clobber this guard and this guard doesn't have any of it. There's no chance that he's getting hit by that. Next up it's Coltis B. Coltis B stands at back and he draws his longbow and he takes aim at the guard again and with an 18 he does hit and he hits the guard and he's doing with his longbow he does 1d8 worth of damage, yep. And he does seven points of damage to that guard. And that guard is fighter and pierced him straight through the skull. Which one? Um, this one there, yeah. So that guard just flops down in front of you. And it's no more. You become aware of behind you, the townspeople are screaming in fear. These Skurzdag cultists are nasty work and they've just taken down one of their own. Going on with the combat, onto Allura. Right, I'm going to <clears throat> let rip with, I will um, make a ranged touch attack uh, directly to, the range on this is 100 foot plus 10 foot per level. So I'm going to have a go at this one yep. here at range. Okay, roll to hit. Um, what's my, right, it's a, it's a nine. This is just not coming off for okay. me. Okay, no, that doesn't hit. The first bolt flies straight past him. Okay, oh. and then next up in that order is the Ranger Guard, and he's going to roll and try and shoot Cultist C. And he hits a 19, which is, what's the Longbow's 1920s? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so he's going to try and roll to confirm critical, and he doesn't confirm critical, but he still causes damage on C, and he does three points of damage, there we go. So yeah, he lets loose this arrow, and it slices like it's on the outside of this cultist's leg, leaving a very large trail of blood to slew down his leg. And then next up, we have Alpha. Okay, so I am going to take aim again with the uh, short bow, because it's already in my hand. I'm going to aim at this cultist uh, here, which is yep. closest to the group. Roll to hit. So 14 plus 3, 17 plus 
Uh, I didn't say I was going to do point back. No, shot. that counts anyway. It's a passive one. Okay, right. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's 14 plus attack bonus of 3. So 18. Hits. Yeah. Okay, so then it's my 1d8 for damage plus 1. That's 2 damage. 2 damage, okay. So next up in the order is Kewan. Who are you attacking? I'm going to attack. Right, okay. I'm going to move him over across. Yes. Wait, which way you move, mate? You're going to go. Yeah. Well, I'm going to stand on the. You're not going to stand on the dead guard. So that's 12 plus 3 is 15. Hits. More damage. That's a 5 plus 2 is 7. Okay. Once again, you take this frail and you spin it and you get that whoosh, 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 as it spins round and you bring it up on an uppercut and it goes straight to his abdomen and he flies backwards as you hit him with an immense force and he's gone there's no chance he lies there wheezing on the floor until he breathes his last um, and behind you you can hear the townspeople cheering as you've made this amazing shot and <laughs> you know you're getting revenge because he's he's just killed one of their own and they're Hit him! Okay, and you've just got the one left now. And we are on to B. Closest B is a bit of a mad one. And he is charging forwards towards you. And he is going to attempt to stab you with a dagger. And he fails to hit the dagger. He tries to stab you and it just chinks off your arm and goes sideways, leaving him wide open. And now we're on to Elora. You can... Right, well I can see him. I've actually got a line yeah, of sight. He's got a line on of sight. Uh, so I'm gonna let loose the second um, bolt of the light of Lunia and see if I can get it this time. Roll to hit. 17 plus three, that's a 20, not a natural 20. Um, that hits, yeah. Right, okay, so 1d6 for damage. Oh, what? Okay, and that's the first time that one's actually taken any damage. This guard on the right, he isn't going to do anything this turn. He's just going to stand there and he's just going to keep an eye on what's going on. On to Ogvar. Okay, so where I'm sitting now, can I take a. Uh, More I, than welcome to Can there. I take a five foot step across there? You can take as much as you want, you've got 30 foot of movement. Okay, that and I still I want to do a free motion so I can still attack. I was say that would be flanked. Movement is a separate action from attacking, oh, okay. uh, and it's only because you would keep you're drawing your bow uh, okay. that that uses a movement action. Otherwise, you can move thirty foot in any direct in any direction. Okay, then so I will just take another step out, still staying sort of hugged to the uh, to the walls. Yeah, I've got a nice clear line of sight between all the, all the yeah all these smashed bits friends. <laughs> You've really done a number on them. <laughs> and um, I will again try with the longbow. Yep. Oh, sorry, short bow. Roll to hit. A 17 plus a 3 plus a 1. Hits. Yeah. <laughs> hits. Yep. Okay, then... roll damage. It's a 5 plus the 1, so it's a 6. Okay. Right, you let loose this arrow and it hits him straight inside, and you can see it sticking out of his side. and. He looks on death's door, and he's not going down yet because he's a bit, oh, he's mad. Drenching he's still water. going. Um, he's not quite there yet. Okay, and on to Qin. I'm sure you're going to work your magic. 
Oh, not the top. Oh, no. What have you rolled? That's seven plus three is ten. Yeah, no, you, you've got really confident with these two. You've you've obliterated someone's head, and you've sent one flying back, and you've got the crowd behind you cheering you on, and you get kind of cocky, and you woof, woof, woof with your flail, and you take a swing, and you miss. And everyone kind of goes, ah, behind. What? <laughs> on to Cultist B again, because he's still alive and kicking somehow. He's going to try and stab you with a dagger again. And yeah, he's not going to hit you with that. That's him done. Um, is he going to move? He's going to move up twenty feet towards Ogvar, provoking attack of opportunity. So go for it again. Roll to hit. Five plus three. Yeah, no, you miss once more. Um, thrown off balance by your previous miss, you kind of take a wild swing and it doesn't connect with anything. And he runs up and starts trying to square off with Ogvar. Uh, next up is Alora. Oh, he stood right in front of me, isn't he? Uh, basically, yeah. Okay. I will... Um, You're, you have... are within five foot, I believe. Yeah, I'm going to have a go with my light crossbow. Okay, roll to hit. That's a nat 20. Confirm critical. Fifteen plus... You've gone three. critical. I've gone critical. Yeah. Roll your yeah, damage. it's 19, it's right. Is, have I gone? Yes, I have gone. Yes, you have. Roll your damage. Uh, roll my damage is a 1d8. Is it a 3 multiplier on the crossbow? Um, yes, it is. <clears throat> and that's 5 plus 3, which is 8. <laughs> Times 2. Times 3. <laughs> times 3? Uh, you want, what's, what's your crossbow? Oh, no, it's a times 2. Oh, sorry. okay. Yeah, okay. So you fire this crossbow bolt as he runs towards Ogvar. And... The, the force of this crossbow bolt makes you recoil slightly and this crossbow, this, this bolt just flies out and as he's running towards it, it catches him straight somewhere, pierces straight through him and he goes back and then slumps lifeless on the floor like a doll and all of the cultists are dead. You've had one guard die, which is unfortunate, um, but the other guard is already tending to the body. Um, at this point, you hear this massive cheer come up from behind with the crowd as you finish off the last of these cultists, and that's the end of combat. What do you want to do? Well, we haven't even got out the gate yet. Well, I think we should uh, search the bodies uh, okay. for anything that might be useful. Uh, and, and, and maybe sell. Whatever parts we don't want. Well, I'll take one. Oh, well, are you going to take one? Yeah, I'll have a search for one, yeah. Right, we'll search one each then. Okay, so let me just find my loot tables. <clears throat> okay, so let's roll some. Starting with Hewins. Ooh. What I've just rolled, I've just rolled 100 on a percentile on a potion and oil table. Really? Magic vestment plus 5 and oil. Magic vestment, you imbue a suit of armour or a shield with an enhancement bonus of plus 1 per 4 caster levels. Maximum plus 5 at 20 level. So if I gave that to you and you put it into your armour, you can imbue it with a plus 5. Revenge. No. 
Okay. It means that if he puts that oil onto his armour, it gets a plus five. Straight away. To his no, armour. No, it just says plus one for every four levels. Yeah, this is a plus five oil. So this oil... When when you, you're, you're uh, not me. This, that's, that's, that's magic, but obviously potions are just liquid magic in that well, sense. Well, as a DM, you get the choice to drop to that if you yeah. want to keep it. Um, so you get an oil of magic vestment. Oh, wow. Vestment. Oil. So that's your possession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been well oiled. The armor's been well oiled. He's well oiled the night before. Vestment. Plus one. <laughs> You're not getting a plus five, I'm sorry. Plus one? You're hard enough to hit as it is. That's good. Elora, you find a cloak of resistance. These garments offer magic protection in the form of a plus one resistance bonus on all saving throws. For two reflex and will. That's dust of illusion. Yes. This unremarkable powder resembles chalk dust or powdered graphite. Stare at it, however, and the dust changes colour and form. Put dust of illusion on a creature, and that creature protects as if by a disguised self glamour, with the individual who sprinkles the dust envisioning the illusion desired. An unwilling target is allowed a DC 11 reflex save to avoid the dust. The glamour lasts for two hours. So you could disguise yourself as somebody else that you want to, effectively. Yeah. Oh, I thought so I thought I'd put it on somebody else. You can use it on yourself. You can use it on, on an item. Oh no, it's going to be on a person, isn't it? It's a creature, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you could use it on an animal as well. But does that change his like armor class and stuff? No, no, it just changed how he looks. So basically, if he wanted to walk in somewhere as if he was somebody else, yeah, we could we could mug somebody, bundle him into a sack, or tie him up, and he can like take on the appearance. Right, and then let's roll some gold and stuff. Everybody grab. Can I retrieve my arrows as well? So I've expended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you find all your arrows. I find all of them, okay. Cool. Yep. Okay, and then everybody grab a d12. Yep. Okay, and roll that d12. Two. You find two gold pieces. Seven. You find seven gold pieces. Nine. You find nine gold pieces. Excellent. Okay. And then... Yeah. Roll 2d10. 2d10. Uh, uh, so that uh, is a uh, six and nine. Am I adding them together or...? Uh, yep, so add them together. Uh, so that's 15. Yep, you find 15 silver pieces. Four and four. Eight silver pieces. Uh, 90 and five. 90? No, 2d10. Oh, and nine, nine and five. Nine, okay. nine and five. Yeah. Okay, nine and five. Um, 14, so you find 14 silver pieces. 14, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then grab a... D... 20. Actually, no, grab a percentile. Grab a percentile. Okay. Uh, 55 for Laura. 80. 80. Yep. Did you roll the other one with it? What? So you roll your d10 and the percentile, you roll them together to get the percentile amount. Oh, right. Yep. Just roll a d10. That's the d12. That's that one there. Cool. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. They want the 10 sides. They're both the same shape. 
So you get 80 copper pieces. Okay. 55 copper pieces. And 88. 88 copper pieces. And that is your loot. So, in his divine drunkenness, our pranked paladin retired for the evening. After finally getting a fitful slumber, the trio enjoyed a hearty breakfast and barely left town before running headlong into danger on the road to Junau. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Having you as a listener means everything to us. So, whichever streaming service you choose to join us with, please give us a like, subscribe and follow. We would love for you to join us on our Facebook or Twitter page, where you can catch up with all of our latest news. While you're waiting for the next episode of Secrets of the Silver City, why not pop over to our website, where you can read all of the information about this campaign, from backstories to setting. All of the links are in the bio to this episode. Join us again next week for the next instalment.